welcome to Multiversal Q, your guide to the comic book multiverse. Now in podcast form. I'm Luke. I'm Devin. And this week we're, well, in this bonus episode we're talking about... Runaways. Ding! 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 Is that ding, the Kanye reference? Ding! Boom! Boom, 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 boom. Devin, Devin. It's a nine minute song. I still have that button. I'm sad that you didn't buy that song. <laughs> I didn't expect you to quote Runaways. Let's have a toast for the scumbags. Every one of them that I know, let's have a toast for the jerk-offs that'll never take work off. Baby, I got a plan. Run away fast as you can. So this week we are covering What If the Runaways Became the Young Avengers, which was a backup feature in the 2008 What If series, which took place in What If House of M, Fallen Sun, newer Fantastic Four, Spider-Man, Back in Black! R.I.P. the guy who was in that band, and Secret Wars. And it was written by C.B. Sapolsky, new Marvel editor-in-chief, with pencils by Patrick Spaziante. Inks by Victor Olazaba, colors by Christina Strain and John Rausch, and letters by Jeff Powell. And first off, congratulations to C.B. Sapolsky on your new position as Marvel editor-in-chief. Agreed. Hopefully I won't need to make a mojo analog for you. Yeah. Because you remember Axo. I do. What's going to happen to Axo now? We've gotten so much Axo fan art, most of it is highly erotic. And the, the story weirdly only takes place in one alternate universe, even though there's like multiple timelines going on, which I'm not a fan of how time travel is dealt with in the story. Nope. Because it, it goes back to the future when instead it should be Terminator. Yes, very much so. Uh, Especially because, I mean, Marvel is like all about that Terminator timeline. And yeah, I'll, I'll get to something even weirder with this uh, story after. But the basic premise is the Young Avengers are being led by Iron Lad to face off against the Wrecking Crew. The Wrecking Crew being those Thor bad guys who all have various Wrecking-related uh, Asgardian-empowered artifacts. They're going to wreck it. Mm-hmm. The Young Avengers, who are generally or usually the Runaways, consist of Gertie York, a.k.a. Arsenic who has a dinosaur named Old Lace. There is Talkback, a.k.a. Chase Stein, who is the lovable idiot of the group with fistagons, which are giant punching hands. Uh, Sister Grimm, a.k.a. Nico Minoru, who wields the Staff of One, which requires her to come up with different command words each time she uses it. Princess Powerful, a.k.a. Molly Hayes, who is very strong. And Lucy in the Sky, a.k.a. Carolina Dean, who has alien flight powers and energy projection. And Iron Lad tries to lead the team, but they don't really listen to him all that well. Uh, Nico ends up turning Bulldozer of the Wrecking Crew into Stone, which upsets his son Piledriver. 
Molly ends up punching Piledriver into Old Lace on accident, which gives the Wrecker and Thunderbolt the chance to turn the table on her and shoot her into a building where she is very badly injured. But uh, as the battle just inexplicably ends at that point, Iron Lad and Gert convince the rest of the runaways not to take her to a hospital, because what would Tequil say, Devin? I don't remember what Tequil's opinions on hospitals were. You're not gonna die! Did I... Have you just not watched Frisky Dingo in a while? No. Yeah. And usually when I do, I watch my favorite parts, which is the presidential campaign. Oh, yeah. Well, there was the uh, Oscar-winning scene that uh, Tequil was nominated for that they kept playing over and over again. But oh, he's in that's a, right. Yeah. So I just always, I just love both of them uh, addressing the black church, mostly to feel. Somebody is probably going to assassinate him, and then guess who is president? That's how you pick a strong VP, right there. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyways, uh, they convince uh, the group to not take her to a hospital, so they return to their base, which is hidden beneath the La Brea Tarpits, where inexplicably they pretty much have everything they need for a hospital there. Yeah. Which is weird. And uh, Iron... Iron Lad thinks of everything, Luke. Yeah. And he also determines that she's going to be fine, but the group's uh, distrust of Iron Lad is starting to grow. So Iron Lad points out that uh, before they were just trying to survive, and now they're actual heroes, and he gets called out for basically putting them into danger. And when he storms out, they go over what they know that basically Iron Lad is a younger version of Nathan Richards, aka King the Conqueror, who didn't want to be evil uh, and grow up to kill the Avengers. So instead, he went back into time where it turned out that there was a villain named Victorious who killed all of the Avengers. So he tapped into the files of the Dead Vision, used the failsafe program to find six heroes, and that led him to the Runaways instead of the normal Young Avengers. Which, sort of spoilers if you've never read Young Avengers, that first arc. It's good. Mm-hmm. And uh, when he confronted them at first... They didn't trust him, but he helped them to get back old lace and their tech that they had lost because this takes place after the first volume of uh, Runaways, which we won't get into because there's a TV show coming out, which is sort of why we're doing this episode. And there's probably going to be some spoilers if you've never read Runaways, which I'd be surprised by if you're listening to the podcast. And... So yeah, they got back Old Lace, they got back the tech, and now the Young Avengers are wondering why they haven't really gone and stopped Victor Mancha, who becomes victorious yet if he's supposed to be a threat. And then we find out that, bum bum bum, Iron Lad is Victor Mancha. (gasps) So as Iron Lad reflects on what he must do, we find him talking to Victorious, his future self, about how he wants to kill the Runaways and we see that the real young version of King the Conqueror has been tied up. But as they gloat, Gertie and Old Lace come in, reveal that they'd been listening. And Victorious easily takes them down, but before he can kill them, Chase ends up taking a shot that was made for Gertie, and is like, I loved you the whole time. Aww. Mm-hmm. 
So the runaways come in, and Victorious asks Iron Lad to kill them, and Kang warns that something might happen if they do that. Nico uses a clot spell to try and help Chase before destroying Iron Lad's armor. And seeing his younger self disappointing him, Victorious steps into fight, only to be shot by an adult, Kang the Conqueror. Okay. Kang. Mm-hmm. Being it, it's interesting. Stuff. And being effective here, unlike he is in other stories. What about in that Lego Marvel Superheroes 2, Luke? I haven't gotten that yet. Neither have I. Yeah, I'm hoping to get it. I just know that he has the overarching plot. And apparently it's uh, Pete Serfanowicz who's voicing him. Oh, that's cool. Lego Marvel Superheroes 2. I'm pulling it up because I had thought that it was supposed to be uh, Patrick Stewart voicing him. But I don't think that was the case. Uh, yeah, Peter Serfanowicz is uh, Kang the Conqueror. And Greg Miller is Howard the Duck. Huh, apparently that's a YouTube person. Uh, he's a, He used to be on IGN. He used to be one of their lead video game writers. But he's like, su- he's like super big pals with all the Lego people. That's like his... That makes series. sense. Apparently they lost like all the voice actors from the previous game because of the voice actor strike this year. That's not surprising. Yeah. So. Getting back to it. I really do want to play that game now. See, I'm going to Redbox after this to go rent Star Wars Battlefront so I can play that uh, single player. Have fun paying money or just endlessly grinding. That's why I'm doing the single player. There's a story campaign. Yeah. Without the 40 hours of grinding. Uh, anyways, uh, so uh, King of the Conqueror shows up. He blasts Victorious and basically insults his younger self, and the runaways try and figure out what to do, and they figure that attacking Victorious is probably the best solution. Meanwhile, young King talks about how Victorious had followed him back in time, recruited Victorious's younger self, and replaced Kang after he had assembled the team. But now both of the victors are up. Gert pleads for uh, young Kang to put up a time bubble around Chase, but Victorious kills young Kang, which erases adult Kang from the timeline. Luckily, Molly Hayes is back up. She punches Victorious through the roof. Chase, meanwhile, is getting up. He's still dying, though, so he puts on Iron Lad's breastplate, which will allow him to survive, because that's what Iron Man suits pretty much do until he's healed. Victorious comes back, and the team tries to do everything they can, but Victor finally finds his conscience and stabs his future self in the eye, killing him, and then he teleports away with Kang's time belt, and they return to being the Young Avengers. Which... Yay. It's sort of a nothing story. Again, as many of the backup issues were. Yeah. <sighs> so, uh, I I was late with putting out the call for questions for this one. And I think the only one that we got is for the other one that we're going to be recording today. No, Michael B. Res- did it send in a question I saw. Oh, did you... I think. Oh, I guess if... Oh, no, Xavier Files did. 
Yeah, yeah. Our good, good friend Zach Jenkins. Oh, yep, there was. Uh, we didn't get one for our Justice League one that we're doing next. Yes. Uh, so Xavier Files, Zach Jenkins, wants to know what animal hatch Molly wear next. And here she doesn't wear one, which is weird. Um, but uh, I think something with horns would be cool. A fox. Or like a unicorn hat. Or a fox. Sure. Yeah. And I need to quickly run up, run over and get something that I had mentioned that I wanted to talk about before at the start of the episode. Hold on. I hope Devin is vamping for time, even though I'm singing out loud. Where did I put those things I was going to get? There they are. Okay, I'm back. Okay, Kevin. If you go any longer than that with an actual clip, we have to pay money. No, we don't, Luke. <laughs> so my uh, birthday this week is coming up on uh, Tuesday. Humble brag, the 21st. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and I had... I had friends over last night. Suck it, Devin, who don't have friend. I live with three of my friends. So you have to pay the money to live Every with you? Every day is a day of friends being over. <laughs> but yeah, I did a uh, brief party last night, and the guys in my Pathfinder group ended up picking me up two of the recent What If Heroclix packs. Oh, dope. Because they did. Yeah, yeah. And so one of the weird things is that they chose this version of the Runaways, like the uh, Young Avengers Runaways, as like characters to produce for whatever reason. And so I ended up getting the uh, Molly Hayes from that. I also ended up getting three different versions of Daredevil, and the kicker is all of them use the exact same figure, which is hilarious and also lazy. Oh, incredibly. Classic whiz kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's one of them that we've covered before, which is the uh, what if Daredevil became president, like that one that we did, I think, two years ago. Never did Daredevil becoming president. Yeah, or it was like Foggy was vice president. Cap is president. No, this was like two years ago on Christmas. It was like the one that we recorded the night of. Uh, Kingpin was going on and doing some stuff. Like, I don't remember a oh, lot about wait. that. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, Daredevil. And he pushes him off the roof. Yeah. 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 Uh, that in episode 41, the future is bleak. Yeah. And, uh, Daredevil had that really weird... Oh, God, yeah. some of this art is awful. And there was Nazis in it. Yeah, no, I remember that. Yep. Uh, there's also one which we haven't covered yet, which is what if Kingpin owned Daredevil? And then there's weirdly normal 616 Yeah, there's a, I, I noticed in that set there's I, a lot of really lazy 616 characters still. Well, 
Yes. Yeah. I was going to say it's because you're able to like swap them out really easily, but you can't really do that. Uh, I also ended up getting Captain Britain Iron Man, which haven't read that one. That one has a from an alternate Earth where you're able to swap it out with another Captain Britain or Iron Man with equal or more points. Uh, I got Thordis, which I was very excited about. Uh, that's the Jane Foster Thor. Uh, I got uh, Jessica Jones, nice. Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. I got a basic 616 Spider-Man, which was yep. disappointing. Uh, I got Iron Rick. Disappointing. From, uh, yeah, from What If the Avengers Had Never Been. And then I got a character from the uh, top of our Trials of the Multiverse list. Did Jonah Jameson? Do you? As the adopted father of Spider-Man? Uh, no, it was from our top 25. I'll give you three guesses, and then I'll get bored, and I'll tell you what I got. Pass. <laughs> uh, I got the uh, Dr. Stark, the Iron oh, Man, Dr. Right. Strange. I forgot that they did that one. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I was excited about that, and then that uh, Thordis is, like, an ultra-rare, so... Let's see how much money I can get. Yeah, about ten bucks. Not, Not bad. bad at all. Yeah, it is weird how some of those figures are so damn lazy, though. <sighs> with them literally just reusing the model. I mean, at least with the Iron Man's, they swapped out the colors. Yeah. Well, they kind of have to. Well, well, you yes. hope they do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, they did the uh, entire set of characters from uh, that Runaway is What If, and then they also did a equivalent set of uh, like DC Elseworlds ones. But I have not gotten any of those yet. And if you'd like to support the podcast, right now on my Twitter, I have a link to my uh, Amazon wishlist, which has a bunch of comics where pretty much if you get them, we will put them on our list to cover. Hooray! Or if you, yeah, or if you just want to send me hero clicks, that is always nice. You know, I don't really play with them playing hero clicks anymore, but we are eating up a bunch of time, so let's get to Too Trials true. of the Multiverse. You ready, Devin? So, our current list has 489 universes on it. Will we get to 500 before the end of the year? Probably. Probably. So, mm -hmm. well, yeah, because there's more than a, yeah, like for sure. Yeah. Uh, so where do we want to put this one? I, I, it wasn't offensively bad but it wasn't good it was fine and i'll forget about it by like next week mm -hmm. our current middle of the list is spider-man had atomically correct web shooters that's the joe hunter one not the uh chris sims one which is one down from it so how do you feel about it comparatively 
not as good. Uh, close, not as good, or nowhere as good. Um, it's about that size. Uh, how do you feel about it compared to Kamala's fanfiction, The Avengers on Planet Unicorn? Uh, it's not as good as that. Um, hmm. Compared to... What if Luke never found out that Leia was his sister? It's better than that. Uh, Greek world slash Slaymaster from Exiles. Better than that. Uh, I don't think it's better than Legacy Violox. Okay. So our new number 245 is Earth 2912. Uh... Run Avengers. But there's like a hyphen in there. Because it's like the Runaways yeah. plus the Avengers. And uh, yeah, that wraps us up for this week. Uh, we'll be back later this week with our Justice League special. We're getting a quick one out because that Justice League special is going to probably be significantly longer. But, uh, yeah, uh, Devin, where can people find you online? Luke, where can people find you? You can find me online at, at Coltreg, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G, or at Luke L-U-K-E-H-E-R-R dot com. Multiverse Q is one of our podcasts. We also do the Exile podcast, which is wrapping up its first year of existence this week. Uh, next week we'll be doing a three-part annual, which I am very excited about. And, uh, yeah, follow us online, like, rate, and review us. Uh, we are trying to get into the Columbus Podcast Festival. So if we can, like, have you guys sharing more about the podcast, that would be awesome because we've also sort of, like, hit this stunted point of growth where nobody is really listening to the podcast. And, like, we aren't getting a lot of feedback, so it's sort of a We'd like to get more so we can either like see that it's worth time and money to put more money in advertising the podcast and all that sort of stuff. So help us out and uh, we'll see Sibolsky you later knows who we this are. week. Probably not. But does he remember who we are? Are, are we his run Avengers? Metaphorically? Where he won't, he hasn't remembered us since? Probably. Until then, or until next week, this one's for Hank. <laughs>